Welcome to the Red Flood Podcast, where we take a look into various topics related to the Bible and Christian faith. Let's get right into it. I want to read a passage from Revelation chapter 3, verses 14 through 17. And the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things say to the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth because you say I am rich, have become wealthy and have need of nothing and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind and naked. After reading this passage, I thought sometimes things have to get worse for us to get better. Think about that. Look around you. Look at the world that we live in. Rumors of war, murder rates at an all-time high, drugs in the hands of our young people. Things are getting worse. And sometimes things have to get worse for us as believers to get better. What is it that causes you to increase your faith? See, when things are good, we praise God. But when things get worse, we thirst for God. We chase after God. We cry out for his presence. What we do in a time like this confirms who we are and where we are in our faith. Where do we go in a time like this? How do we survive in a time like this? I believe that we need revival in such a time as this. We are in need of a spiritual reawakening in the lives of believers. We need to deepen our faith and open our eyes to the truth. We need a fresh start with a clean slate marking a new beginning. And it is imperative that we break the charm and power of the world because right now it appears that the world has the upper hand. It appears that the church is willing to roll over and take a loss. And there has to be some kind of resurfacing of our love for God an appreciation of his holiness, a passion for his word and for his church, a convicting awareness of sin and a desire for repentance. But right now, as we look around, we see a great compromise. We we see people standing up for what they believe in and what they believe in isn't God. People have found enough courage to protest. They found enough courage to fight back. They found enough courage to stand up for what is right, but the church is not making any noise. And so God addresses the church in this third chapter of Revelation, in verses 15 and 16, I know your works, that you're not cold nor hot. And because you're lukewarm, I'll vomit you out of my, out of my mouth. So the works of the church made Christ want to vomit the believers out of his mouth. In other words, the Lord rejects the half-hearted efforts of Christians. Lukewarmness represents complacency, the bandwagon worshiper, the, oh, you're a Christian? Yeah, I'm a Christian too. And scripture teaches us that God isn't fooled by those who play church. 
For the church is the body of Christ. It's not the building. Many people believe that they go to church on Sunday when really they are the church. The believers make up the body of Christ. Sunday is a day that we come together to fellowship, but worship is not limited to one day of the week. So many times I come across individuals who uh uh, in a point in their life where uh, their growth has become stagnant and they say, Reverend Flood, what, you know, what can I do to get back to where I was years ago when I was on fire for Christ? The thing is, they worship only on Sunday. After speaking with them for a while, they read scripture from time to time, but they really don't get into the word except on Sunday. And you cannot grow if you're not in the word on a daily basis. Your worship should be every day. That way, when you get to church on Sunday, it's just like it was on Monday and on Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. It's no different than what you've been doing all week, but it's not the first time that you've come into contact with the Lord. And so uh, no one can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he'll be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and man. We know that that is in Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. Either you are hot or cold. There are times that we're on fire for the Lord with a thirst for more. Then there are times when we are ice cold and out of fellowship with a hardness of heart. But the message from our Lord today is that you cannot be both. The good news is that when we find ourselves in that state of lukewarmness, repentance will bring us back to a state of restoration. Repentance changes our mind. And when you change your mind, you change your actions. Your actions will follow. In verse 17 and 18 of that same chapter, because you say I'm rich, I have become wealthy and have need of nothing and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind and naked. This is what we are seeing today in the year 2019, where the church has become spiritually self-deluded because individuals are wealthy. They are assumed that they have everything when in all actuality, they are spiritually impoverished, having expensive garments and and, and well clothed, but spiritually naked. Somewhere along the way, something went wrong, right? The lukewarm church, we want to protest when Black Lives Matter. The lukewarm church wants to vote for the popular candidate. The lukewarm church is going through the motions in a time when there is racism and terrorism, unrest in our culture. We need more than protest. We need a revival. And in order for revival to occur, a new perspective must be reached. We must graduate from the physical and go into the spiritual. The cares and worries of life can definitely beat us down, leaving us emotionally, physically, and spiritually exhausted. Revival is the only thing that can lift us up to a new hope and a greater faith. In order to change your perspective of the things that take place on the outside, you've got to be revived from the inside. I don't want you to get happy. I don't want you to get excited. My desire for you is to have your soul restored, that your cup 
runneth over, that your joy may be full. My hope for you is that your stress level becomes non-existent. I want your blood pressure to be stabilized. I want your mind to be at ease. I want there to be peace in your life. But in order to achieve this, we need revival. Today, I want to inspire you to become an active member of the body of Christ. I challenge you to awaken from a state of stagnation. I dare you to break the bondage that imprisons you. I encourage you to be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Sometimes things have to get worse in order for us to get better. Listeners can send in questions and submissions for my next episode. Email me at revflood at outlook.com. Follow this ministry on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at revflood, R-E-V-F-L-O-O-D. The same name across all platforms. Until next time, may God bless you. Yeah.